I'm Maya. And I'm Saya. And we'll be your guides through fan fiction hell. Welcome, Welcome to Ficta Inferno. There we go. <laughs> Saya. It's the last episode. I didn't even have to ask you if you knew what was up. It's the last episode, guys. I'm so fucking glad. Right? <laughs> yes, we can finally put an end to this shit-tastic story. <laughs> I'm not gonna, like, jump up and down in a hurry just yet, just because we're not at the end. No. We haven't gone through it yet, even though we've already gone through it, but you haven't gone through it as this rite of passage, uh, oh boy. <laughs> we, it wouldn't be a blood raining night chapter without Saya reading a serious hentai warning. It would not. It wouldn't. That's what it starts off as. It's not bad like the last two, trust me. It's probably the most tame, quote, like, quote unquote tame in this one. I mean, yeah, we had to bleep a whole one out for God's sake. That's pretty much true. And then the last one, Goku, like, I don't know, geyser ejaculated all over her whole fucking town. Geyser cummed. <laughs> <laughs> also, we get elevator dicking back because mm-hmm. I just get really fed up at some point. You'll see. You'll hear. It's amazing. Shall we get on with the story? Yes. Let's get on with this story. Well, folks, we have another hentai warning here. <laughs> Make it stop. I mean, it's not that bad in this chapter. Remember no, what it, it is. It's like symbolism, the author says. Really stupid symbolism, but... I don't even know where it is. Can you stop crinkling during my dramatic reading? Raichiru could only feel the clone's hands rest upon her shoulders, but she knew it was a clone because her voice sounded exactly like hers. Really. I was gonna say, like, wouldn't her voice just sound different to... Okay, the last chapter she said she sounded robotic and dark. But usually when you hear your voice from something else, you don't recognize it as your own voice. No, you don't. Because literally when you hear your voice in your head, it's that, like vibrating off the bones and everything in your body. You're willing to help me? Raichiru rested her metal hands on her clone's shoulders. Only as much are you willing to help yourself, she said with a mysterious tone, like a sword shift. In a hilt hidden from the eye, Raichiru shook her head, frustrated and confused. What do you mean? I've been trying to help myself, but you know where my baby girl is. Please help me. You mean our baby girl. From the next walls came a rattle and a shake. Raichiru could hear Yuki's voice above the wind faintly crying like raindrops upon a tin roof of a shed. Seba, she heard her cry. Excuse me. What is he going- what- oh, what is he doing to her? I have no time for this. You have to tell me where my daughter is so I can save Yuki and get Tenjakuzu back. Yuki! She cried, I'm coming for you. Be careful. I just want to say that she's totally getting banged by Sebastian and then it's going to be revealed that he's another cousin of theirs that they didn't know about. Some weird brother cousin. Don't worry about her. She's knee deep in it. Was I right? What is she knee-deep in? I don't know. The clown said lowly, the only way you can get your daughter back is if you learn to love. Raichu's eyes sparked. She doesn't have eyes. No, she doesn't. I know how to love. But you don't love everyone. The clown put her hand on 
Wright Cheru's eyeless cheeks. Wait, did she have eyes in her cheeks? <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Oh, wait. Hey. Okay, just come on. You need to learn to love yourself. She closed her eyes and went in for a kiss. Their lips met like the whip on the ass of a submissive beast boy. No, not beast boy! What does that even mean? I don't know! Um, Usually you hit a submissive pretty hard! Yeah, that... That sounds like I they know. just kind of like headbutted each I other. Know. But no, poor beast boy! I've never loved myself before, not like this! Reicher's ears began to twist uncontrollably. Do I have to do this? We're going to love us hard. <laughs> Can I? Wait, so is she like sexually assaulting herself? I or... think so. I mean, self-cest is wincest, I guess? Not the really. The clone took Reicher by the neck and pushes her up against the cold steel wall. This will bring more love into your heart. She snaked her hand up Reicheru's belly into her chest to gently squeeze her bob. Oh man, Bob's in there? Yeah. I'm just picturing like this tiny little man now. He has like a balding head. He's a little bit chubby and he's just kind of a gently mannered dude and he just lives in the valley of Reicheru's breasts and he's just kind of like, hello. That's how big they are. Yeah, that's how big they are. She has like a little civilization in there. Reicheru accepted her own advances and hugged the cloud. The rub noses and continued kissing their hot, soggy breath blowing on their delicate skin. Ew. Oh, that sounds gross. <laughs> it does sound It gross. sounds like she ate something from the tacos and just went in for it. Didn't brush her teeth or anything. They just <laughs> went in. Raichiru put her hands on her clothes butt and rubbed it fiercely. <laughs> she rubbed it. I'm just picturing- you know how like, um... I'm just picturing it when you, you know how you scratch your pet's butt? Yeah. I'm picturing it like that. <laughs> okay. I never realized how nice my ass was, Reicher laughed. What? <laughs> See, you can love yourself. Now find out what you love about your face. Raichiru kissed her clone all over the face and right on the tip of her nose. I love my nose and my lips. She kissed her slough again. She placed her hands neatly over her bumpy tits. <laughs> See, there's a civilization living in there. <laughs> I so remind sorry. me of my mom. I miss her. Oh. Wait. Oh, God. What? What? How? What? Oh god. She then ran the surface of her face over the surface of the belly and back up to the head. She suddenly felt her clones, twig-like fingers surrounding the outside of her cave like eels trying to get in. She did things to her and it mildly hurt. <laughs> Meow, Raicheru squeaked. That kinda hurt. It's called tough love, the clone deviously smiled. You haven't loved all of yourself yet. Uh, I need an adult. <laughs> I need an adult, I say it. Just, I'm name. never ever gonna try to think of the metaphors. Fingers being eels coming into the cave. Like I mean, wouldn't that mean like her fingers are homeless? Which but she not... said they were twigs, and then she said they were like eels getting into a cave. Yeah, which... That is like the worst way to say what your vagina is. Let, let's be real. Boundless fingers being in there is not... How would they even get in there? Like, I get there's <laughs> muscle, but they would just... If there were no bones in our fingers, I think they would just kind of like... It would just be like... Yeah, so if you know... Just be... If you know the clones trying to you know, finger her at all, it'll just be like there, would, there wouldn't be even any Yeah, she would have to like flap her hand back and forth. That would just be so weird. Oof. Haven't I, right your side? You need to love our ass. With a big grin bending over, she said. 
No, you have been in that test tube for a long time. Tenjikuzu only knows what's in the air. What? Raichiru quivered like a marionette. Wait, what? We're, we're just gonna skim over this? We're just gonna skim over <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah, because it made absolutely no sense. <laughs> sure, that sounds good. But then her clone exploded. Her head flew off in a grousome way and rolled over to the other side of the floor. Holy shit! Raichiru's heart rate went up. She walked over to the clone's head. The clone's lips parted to talk. How does she know where the head is? Right? She didn't, She can't see. Maybe echolocation? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. She's not that smart enough to use her ears, though. <laughs> Your little girl is right above us on the surface of the earth. Thank you for loving you. Her head broke down to a million little pieces and flew away. Like the pieces grew wings. <laughs> yeah, that's what exactly what I'm picturing. But I just want to say here she is having self-cessed when she's trying to find her child. Right? God, your mother of the year, Rachel. Rachel took this opportunity to break down the walls to save Yuki. As she burst through the door, she screamed, Yuki, are you okay? As the wall crumbled, she could see Yuki on the other side. Sebastian was busy piling food after food into Yuki's mouth. She was covered in cake and frosting and pudding. Oh god, we're getting into the food kink. Ugh. Oh, I was, I was just gonna say, um, I think, I, I'm just saying this just because it's funny to me, Raichiru is half naked for the rest of this chapter, basically. Because literally, she was just getting loved on by a clone. That's true. And I'm just saying, like, I'm pretty sure she's just half naked this whole time. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Kami, Yuki wiped off her mouth. He wouldn't stop feeling me this shit. But I actually kind of like it. We need to find your daughter. What? <laughs> Sebastian looked at Yuki longingly, shyly pulling at his gloves. Can I come too? Of course, she grabbed Sebastian in Raichiru's hands. We're going through the roof, Raichiru. Prepare to punch it to into oblivion. They all rocketed off the ground and burst through a mile of cement in... Goiter? Goiter? I don't know what... Goiter? They all tumbled out onto the earth. Hey, let's play my favorite game. Where's Minachan? <laughs> Sebastian stood up and dusted himself off. I didn't like working for that freak anyway. Well, well, well. <laughs> How the fuck did you guys end up all the way out here? It was Shamaru the Vampire Lord. And he was at a table with a figure under a sheet on it. The sheet was bloodstained with sadness and death. Not with blood, though. Just sadness and death. Mm -hmm. It looks like rainbows. <laughs> I've had enough of all you, of you all. And my surgeon slash butler betrayed me. He took out a scythe and spun it around. Let's part. He nimbly ran up to Raichiru. Yuki threw out her wing and uplifted Shishamaru the Vampire Lord into the sky. As he sailed through the air like a white butterfly and he came down, he landed on Raichiru's shoulders, slashing her on the cheek with the scythe. She kicked up her leg and smacked him right on the node causing, oh, breaking it and causing blood to squirt Hold on. out. I'm trying to think of, like, the anatomy of this fight going on. <laughs> um, Yuki using her wings to, like, basically eat him <laughs> didn't work out no. and wouldn't, like, you wouldn't just get a little scratch with a scythe. You, you'd be, like, losing half your jaw right there. Yeah. God, unless he's, like, a total man. Ah, you bitch, I'll rip your ass out. Gross. 
Too bad you weren't with me earlier. She smiled and threw a punch at him. Wait, what? <laughs> he's trying to punch him while he's standing on top of her shoulders. Wait, I... Oh my god, I think... I think what the clone was doing was... Fingering her butt. I think she was fingering her butt. I think she was fingering her butt. Ah! I think that was... I think you're right. I think that was some ass play going on. <laughs> She was fingering up the butt. Don't put fingers up there. That's where poop goes. <laughs> no, but your was there anyway. Shashamaru slapped Raichu right on the forehead. <laughs> Just a whap. Just a whap. He went in for another slap, and she caught his ham. <laughs> <laughs> Party is over. She coolly looked at him with eyes like a silent. She doesn't have fucking eyes. Have eyes. She reached out and wrapped her fingers around Sashamaru's cranium. His whole entire head. She wrapped. Her She's gotta have some big. Well, I mean, it's not. Does she mean like the top of the head or like the whole encompassing head? Because if it's the whole encompassing head, she's got some big-ass hands. How did she reach that high? I don't know what's going on. First of all, this is a terrible fight scene. She snapped his head to the right side, breaking his neck. She wiggled his head around a bit until the bones were disconnected and then ripped his head of and threw it anyway. <laughs> a a violent waterfall of blood gushed from his neck hole. Wait, I thought... Is he dead? I thought he couldn't die because he's the vampire lord. Well, apparently if you rip his head off, that kills him. I mean, don't you have to, like, cut the head off and then put, like, stuff onion, I mean, garlic in the mouth and something? I don't know. I'm used to the steak. Basically, it's like you cut the head <laughs> off, stake the heart, put an onion in... I mean, garlic in the mouth. Why do I keep saying onion? Oh yeah, I want onion rings, that's why. Quickly, Raichiru rushed to the body on the table. She lifted up the sheets, and sure enough, Elaine was there. She looked pale and peaceful. How does she know what she looks like? No, Raichiru snatched her up into her arms. Blood tears ran over her supple cheeks. She caressed the side of Elaine's face and gently rubbed it with her thumb. That means the same thing. Yuki came up behind Raichiru and held her shoulders. She's still alive, Raichan. Okay, listen, let's take her home. Let's provide her a good home. Put her back under the tarp. She's better there. <laughs> Yuki whipped the tears away. Oh, Yuki wiped the tears from Raichiru's face. You're rigged, Raichiru said. I haven't been much of a mom since she was born, and to think I nearly lost her. Hey guys! Minichan was waving her head at the foursome, like her head. Hey guys! <laughs> I have a boat! We can all go back home! Let's go, Raichiru said as she carried Elaine onto the boat. Yuki looked towards Sebastian, then quickly looked away. She spoke softly, like a gentle whisper. Do you really want to come with us? Sebastian smiled and blushed. Of blushed. Of course I do, he said. I want to feed you more cake. You know, I ship it more than I do with Raichiru and Inuyasha. Right. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like... How much you want to bet it's on Sensei Hanayubi's boat? <laughs> it's Sensei Hanayubi's boat. Who are they going to run over? It's Sensei Hanayubi's boat. Someone. Oh god, we're almost there. One more chapter after this. Chapter 29. A misty housewarming. Hey, there's no rain in here. Just misty. Still counts. I mean, mist isn't exactly rain. It's not, but, but it's watery and Sky. It's watery, it's from the sky and the ocean or the lake or whatever. Okay, chapter 29, a misty housewarming. Believe it or not, our heroes made it back to Raichiru's house. Sad. Okay, I don't believe it. I think it's all a fever dream. <laughs> Even though she was still blind but had glass eyes. Oh yeah, that's right. She, I mean, she has glass eyes, but the eyes don't work like regular eyes, even if they're glass. But I'm just like, 
Um, did you have to explain that? They all had the funnest boat ride on the trip over because it was Sensei Hanayubi's boat and he made terrible, inappropriate jokes to his young, underage students the whole time. <laughs> and then Yuki and Sebastian were making fuck me eyes at each other while he was thinking of baking a cake mm-hmm. and some shit. And then Mina was probably thinking about Alucard because where the fuck is Alucard? And then. Um, we're just missing so many people. We're missing so many people at this point. Well, that's when you have, like, so many characters, you lose track. She lost track. It was the time of the day when the moon slipped into the black sky, silky and black like a waterfall full of white eyes. And the moon itself, what a white face. Raichu was still holding Elaine in her arms as they approached the door. Yuki delicately knocked on the door to grab the attention of the one living person in the house. You know, I think it was said right in The Highwayman, where when the moon was a gyp- gypsy's ribbon leaping the purple moor. The highwayman came marching. The highwayman came <laughs> up to the old end or something like that. But no, there's so many ways where you can describe the night more. And wasn't it night when they left initially? Were they just there for like a whole day? I think so. I think more than a day. I feel like it was a month. <laughs> I mean, she didn't even do anything around the holidays to save her daughter. No. She spent like two whole chapters just like wallowing in self-pity with no arms while her daughter was missing and it's just like, you know, if I had a kid and I was in a stupid situation like that, I'd been like, okay, I'm gonna find my kid, even if I don't have eyes or arms. We've already established that Raichu is not a good mother She's kind of, she's just a terrible human, she's just a terrible being. Oh yeah. Can't even say human. Amiru stepped up to the door and peeped out of the eye hole. Aye, what's all of you doing in the night? He said with a subtle sternness. Yuki looked surprised and spoke in a baby soft voice. Well, who in the blaze are you? That's my housekeeper, Raytru smiled. Amiru, she said, open the door. I don't want any of you to see me. I'll unlock the door, but I'm going to fuck away. I think he's just... God, why did this come into my mind? He has a flashlight. He's fucking it the whole time. He's, like, doing the weird fuck scoot to his room. As he runs away. As he runs away, the weird fuck scoot. But, like, faster. <laughs> why? He's also elevator dicking. He's elevator dicking into his room. Okay, whenever anyone says fuck away, I'm just imagining elevator digging it. It's a new verb. Amiru said as he put the key into the lock, unlocking it, and then bolting into the kitchen like a rapid sparrow. Oh, he's... He's going to the kitchen. He's going to the... Oh, God, don't eat anything he cooks. Huh? Yuki scratched at the back of her neck. Your housekeeper is sure weird, Raichiru. Oh, no, Yuki, he's really nice. He makes the best spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Maybe not mom's spaghetti. How can an English person make good spaghetti? That's the real question here. That is the real question. Raichiru smiled at Yuki with her fangs showing and, clo- and her eyes closed. Well, duh, her... It, does it matter? Does it matter? She doesn't have eyes. She doesn't have eyes. <laughs> Makes good spaghetti, you say. Sebastian rubbed his chin in thought, thinking he could totally out spaghetti this dude. Because <laughs> he's one hell of a butler. <laughs> they all opened the door and walked in. Raichiru, Yuki said as she followed Raichiru into the bedroom. Are you sure you'll be okay? Do you need me and Minachan to stay over? I'm the guardian of both you and Tenchikuzu anyway. I mean... I don't really trust this random dude that I've only... I didn't even meet him. He just kind of, like, <laughs> elevator dicked it all the way into the kitchen. <laughs> I don't think I trust you with this stranger. Let me stay here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was a terrible idea. Raichu shook her head. No, you should take Minachan back home. I don't want to get her in... And I'll probably be safe here if I can't be sure... But I can't be sure. But I can't be sure if I'm going to be safe here, so I'm going to send one of the only people who can protect me that I know who won't kill me or try to choke me out with spaghetti. 
Y okay, Yuki hugged Raichu. Take care of my niece and my sister, she smiled and lightly held Raichu's face. What? What? She's telling her sister to take care of her sister. She's tell- just, just tell her, like, take care of yourself, you dumb blind bitch. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> also, you're just as bad as Raichu if you don't stick around, because I do not trust her with a child in that house. No. I will, Yuki-chan. Raichu waved goodbye- waved everyone goodbye, and they left. <laughs> Hold on. Then a mirror came out of the kitchen, still <laughs> elevator dicking it into a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> Going into his room. There was a lot of weird stuff coming out of that room. <laughs> if you can't tell, I'm in progress. I'm accepting this as my new headcanon as well. <laughs> Whenever Rachel is up there, he's just elevator dicking around the whole house. Oh god, that's why the spit that's why the spaghetti's so good. That's why the spaghetti's all good. She can probably hear the elevator dicking though. <laughs> probably doesn't sound like regular jerking off though. Because you know you have to stop it at each of the floors. It would probably be hard to explain at some point. Well, I mean, now there's a kid in there and I can see everything. Oh, God. She doesn't know what an elevator is or a dick. But she'll probably be like, why is this dude walking around naked with his dick in a jerk? <laughs> <laughs> Tumblr that I had on my Tumblr with the guy who had like, the metal pole. Do you remember? Maybe he started like clanging it against. Oh, he had his. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah, he had like a. He had a metal pole on his dick, and he was clanging it against another metal pole. Or like something. a clothing rack. Oh God, I think I remember that vaguely. Okay, let's get back to the end. Let's get back. Ugh. I will, Yuki-chan. Pichu waved everyone goodbye and they left. She continued into the bedroom holding Elaine. She laid down, laid her down on the bed and sat next to her, stroking her hair. After a while, Elaine's eyes twitched a little and then opened like a blood-red clam. Uh, maybe you should go see a doctor about that. Maybe. A smile spread across her tiny pale face. Mama? Elaine squeaked. Yes, sweetie, I'm here. Rachel leaned over and kissed Elaine on the forehead. How, How the fuck know? did she know where the forehead was? <laughs> I don't know. I'm assuming that she really just, like, kissed her eye and now she has pink eye on her mouth. <laughs> He's here, she spoke in a whisper. What? Rachel felt a chill down her spine and her furry ears perked up. Because her mama bear instincts totally didn't stick in until now for mm -hmm. whatever reason. <laughs> Stay... <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I just keep thinking about elevator dicking. <laughs> I'm gonna challenge someone to elevator dick in real life. God. <laughs> Hold on. I'll tell you how it goes. Sounds <laughs> good. She said calmly and made her way to the living room, somehow avoiding a mirror as the elevator dicked around everything. <laughs> Feeling all the furniture and stuff. Rachel made it to the door at last. She leaned her ear against the door to see if she could hear anything. <laughs> nothing. Nothing was moving. But that wasn't true. Little did she know the eyes of a strange dark figure were secretly watching her through the people in the door. His breath quiet. He made a creak. He was totally elevator dicking. <laughs> Rachel got angry. Dad, she spoke loudly with an, a 
Abiance of force and strength. I know you're here. Go away and stop elevator dicking on my front door. I told you I don't like that move. It sucks. Mew. A delicate sound came from the other side of the Mew door. Mew would fucking know. <laughs> she agreed. She hated elevator dicking. A mirror came up from behind Reachu and gently pushed her to the side. I've got this one, Miss Oni. He unlatched the door, expecting it to be the ten ladies for his harem so he could continue with his elevator dicking ways. He had so much peanut butter in his room, he didn't know what to do with it. I could have sworn I heard him. Raichu's words faded away like the clouds in the sky. Everyone barely left 15 minutes ago, ma'am. They would have seen him. Amira let Mew in. Her crimson hair was wet and she looked like blood dripping from the top of her head. Amira put his arm around her, one hand still around the peanut butter jar that was on his dick. Come in, he said. Mew really didn't want to ask any questions because she was so used to this strangeness because Raichiru's dad was into a lot of weird shit. I'm not sure how I got here, Mew said. I need help. Oh dear, I better make spaghetti. Oh, you better make spaghetti. <laughs> While he's still elevated. <laughs> now he's gonna go with the pasta sauce. How do you elevator dick pasta It's too thin. Here's the thing. He's made a lot of spaghetti. He knows what's up. He could be using white sauce. That's true. It has a little bit more resistance. Or cheese sauce. Amiru sat right through and mewed down and then scuttled to the kitchen. <laughs> oh god, everyone's gonna get tired of saying elevator dicky, but I can't stop. <laughs> I think I might be dying. Tears of sadness and. Oh wait, I skipped. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> What's wrong, Mew? Raichu had a worried expression on her deformed face. <laughs> Wait, so is this like, um, like, a? Uh, oh gosh. What's the name of that one character from Goonies? Chunk. Fuck if I know. Oh god, um. Chunk? Chunk. Is it like Chunk's face now? Chunky. Chunk. I think I might be dying. Tears of sadness and worry dripped from her shiny eyes. Dying? Raichu shook her head. What could make you think that? Amira came out with a big bowl of salad and cheese. <laughs> with some extra creamy dressing on top. He, he finished had, in the salad. He had stopped elevator dicking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you two, he said. Doesn't this look nummy? I need to help you, Raichu, because of your lack of arms. He started piling the salad into her mouth. Just wait for the garlic bread. <laughs> he had also elevator dick on that. <laughs> Just um, so a hole in the loaf of bread. Amiru has a problem. Mew <laughs> shook her head. Thanks for the offer. I can't eat right now. Anyway, I've been in pain for the past couple of weeks now. I keep getting sick and throwing up everywhere. It's not getting any better. It's kind of like the exorcist up in here. <laughs> Even though I've been eating completely red stuff, I keep vomiting the green stuff. <laughs> when did this happen exactly? It started like during that would have what would have been the wedding with your dad. Hmm, my daddy. Was this because of the elevator dicking? <laughs> Raichu pondered and thought. It made sense to Raichu. Oh my, oh you sound pregnant. Then Raichu thought about it some more. But then that would mean... She knew it right then and there. Lucy had betrayed her. She had <laughs> elevator fucked her dad. Now she needed to get rid of the evidence that her dad had screwed up someone else besides her and her mom. Oh god, that was a terrible joke. Mew looked intently at her. That would mean you're carrying my half-sister. Raichu barely made the words out of her mouth without tossing her salad all over poor Mew. How is she talking with the salad in her mouth? <laughs> well, she's used to having a lot of crap in her mouth, I guess. She is. Oh, sweet Jesus. Amiru dropped the cheese. <laughs> he had been elevator digging. <laughs> Amiru dropped cheese. That he had been elevator digging. <laughs> I'm just imagining he's like, you know, those people at Olive Garden. <laughs> oh my god. 
into her mouth. Oh, <laughs> you want some more cheese? Oh, sweet Jesus. He's just elevator ticking cheese. I'm picturing just a jar of cheese sauce that he's elevator ticking around the room. Mew is just sitting there like, I don't know what's up with this guy. Bright Shrew's dad did the same thing, so I'm okay with it. All right. This is the last the chapter. last chapter. Sunshine and rain. Thank God we finally fucking made it. God. Hi, Barry. Are you taking a little nap? The last night was very stimulating from conversation about Reicher's sister growing within Mew. It was not morning. What time is it? Elevator dicking time. (laughs) Elaine came out of her room rubbing her eyes. What's up, mama? She groggily spoke. Don't worry about it, baby, Rachel said as Elaine hopped up onto her lap. Breakfast was laid out. Give me a fork, please, new Elaine instructed to Amiru. He gave her the fork and she shuffled a mouthful of salad into Rachel's mouth. Quit involving your children in your kinks, you dirty bitch. Good, Mama. Mm, yes, very good. Thank you, sweetie. Raicheru and Elaine smiled. You're like a mommy, but don't be one because it's very hard to be young and have babies. But every hardship is worth every moment with you, baby. Off to the other side of the table, Mew stirred her Captain Crouch tragically. What will I do? Mew said. We'll help you raise your baby. I'll have a little sister and Tenjikuzu will have an aunt. What is this baby? And it come out older than angel dust? Well, I mean, technically, it will be Tenchikuzu's aunt. That's true. No matter the age, it's just gonna be weird. Barry, what do you think? He's judging silently. He is judging silently. He is judging this fix silently. Yeah, you're right, Mew said. This could be good for everyone. Raichiru had the tiniest bit of a smile on her face and turned her her head towards Mew. I wish times were better. I'm sure my daddy will be back for Tenjikuzu. There is no normal family right now, but we will be one once all this is done. Hold on. I just want to say this. No matter the hardships you're going through, family is family. Just because there's one hardship that's over doesn't mean that everything's going to be perfect with a family. I mean... Your worst enemy that you seduced is pregnant with your father's hellspawn and in your house with your own daughter that you had after having questionable sex with Yasha with your housekeeper that elevator dicks around the whole place. Barry is loafing. That's how dumb he is with this <laughs> He is story. done. He's like, are you bitches done yet? He's completely tucked all his footies under his body. <laughs> He's like, are you done yet? I am so done with this. I want to go to sleep, and I want to snuggle on my mom. He actually likes to snuggle on the floor next to my heater. Oh. Yeah. Oh, very. It's probably where he was. Probably. Mew left and Raicheru nuzzled her hair against Elaine's ear and spoke very softly into it like a babbling brook. We're going to go shooping for Mew's new baby. It'll make her feel more at ease and ready for her new life. Elaine put her hands on her big full cheeks and squeed. Sounds fun, she said and was immediately hushed by a smiling Raicheru. Amiru wiped off Elaine and Raicheru's dirty ass faces and spoke. Will you need assistance, ma'am? Oh, thanks, Ami, but no, there are times when Tenjikuzu or Yuki can allow me to look through their eyes. Elaine will be up for it today. You need to keep Mewchan calm. Elaine and Raichu left holding hands. Nyaan! This was the perfect time for Miro to go back to elevator dicking <laughs> everything. <laughs> can't stop laughing about it now. 
The mall was full and loud with the heat of a woman, very fat and angry. What? What? Karen, is that you? You could smell the cinnamon rolls, and that's all Raichu knew was there until Elaine let her look through her eyes. As the light came into her mind's eyes, she gently squeezed Elaine's hand. It had been the first she's seen since she was at the island with Yuki when Elaine was kidnapped. When else were they at an island? I don't know. Uh, maybe they went to one like in between the parts of her daughter being missing, going on spring break, and Raichu's <laughs> just there sitting on the beach with no arms, no eyes, wearing a bikini, but she... But not really. She just thinks she's wearing one, but really no one decided to dress her for the beach. And yeah. she's just naked and sitting there, and everyone's just kind of like, I don't know how to do this. And Denmark's getting a kick out of it because he's a dick. <laughs> what will we get, Mama? Elaine walked her mom through the mini shelves. Well, she will need baby clothes and a few how-to baby books and some chew some baby chewable food. Bump. Elaine was so short, and without noticing, she ran Reicher straight into someone. Hey, watch it, came a very demanding and manly feminine voice from giant pudding lips. Do you just let your daughter lead you around like that? You knew I was standing here. Elaine looked up at the girl so Reicher could see her. Oh, sorry, Raichiru sweated. I can't see too good, and my daughter is helping me out. Raichiru furry cat ears flatted in embarrassment. The girl had on a purple and black bikini with black short pants, and had pink eyes with pink hair that was light blue at the tips, almost like sharp cotton candy. <clears throat> Baby, we should go look in the clothes section. The girl thought about something hard and then <laughs> like a mirror stick. <laughs> and then stepped in front of Raicharu. Eh? She said, stepping in front of Elaine. You guys seem like you need help with Tot. I'm Shartara Akeniku. You can call me Sharts. Sharts <laughs> on. Or Shasan, if you're lazy. She shook hands with her Shirt. <laughs> so done. Oh, hi. <laughs> Raichu nervously shook her hand, which was painted with pale blue nail polish. So her whole hand yeah. just dipped in pale blue <laughs> nail polish. I'm Raichu, and this is my daughter Elaine. Mew! Elaine squeaked. Shh, that was my stomach. <laughs> Shartara looked very unamused at the child and rolled her eyes to the other side of the store. But petted Elaine on the head and faked a, what a cute girl. Hey, that sounds like you. It does sound like me. <laughs> As they were picking out clothes and other things, Shartara stayed behind them, not saying much, but texting a lot. Ugh, she sighed. This is kind of boring. I think you're a bit late anyway. Your daughter isn't a baby. These things aren't for me, they're for a friend who will have a baby soon, Raichiru said as Elaine put a bib in the shopping basket. She's really scared and she needs some help preparing, it's gonna be my little sister. And my aunt, Elaine said, excitedly holding toilet paper. Wait, weren't they in the clothing section? They were. Where is the toilet? <laughs> um, also, I love how this bitch is just questioning everything that they're doing. It's like, bitch, you ain't on your business. <laughs> Why like, did uh, they even invite her with? Like, what is the point? She just kind of invited herself she with. She did. And it's kind of hard. Apparently, it's hard for Rachel to say no to people following her around. No wonder your daughter got kidnapped. 
Shartara looked looks confused. Um, okay. She grinned about something and then bent down to talk to Elaine. Hey, you know what sounds leek fun? Elaine's eyes bugged in mystery and wonder like two red bubbles. What shards? <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> if we got cinnamon rollays, she got Elaine very excited. Mama, can we get some, please? She tugged at Raichiru's pink dress. Uh, well, Raichiru was put on the spot. Shasan, we really need to finish shopping for Mew, and then we can get cinnamon rolls. For when she actually sounds like a parent. <laughs> Shartara took Elaine by the hand and started walking them to the food court. Live a little bit, you guys, she said. This is gonna be tons more fun than shopping for baby stuff. You know what? I spoke too soon. Right? I get that Raichu can't see it, but at the same time, it's like, bitch, I just met you. You're a stranger. Security, get this chick away from my child. They sat at a round table in the middle of the food court and stuffed gargantuous, fluffy cinnamon rolls into their moths. Those poor moths. Right. Sweet cream cheese icing drooled from the corners of their lips, and Shartara and Elaine looked very happy. Now this is my kind of thing, Shartara said, isn't it, Elaine? Raichu stood up and grabbed Elaine's sticky frosting hand. Shasan, it was fun having you tag along and all. Oh yeah, I didn't bring any money. <laughs> Shartara quickly threw her napkins down and backed away from the table. You're right, Raichiru. It was very fun. I'll see you guys around. She ran off texting. Pay for the cinnamon rolls then, because you usually pay for that shit before you sit down to eat. That's totally true. I've been to enough Cinnabons. What the hell? Raichiru is angrier than a bull. What a load of crap, and that was weird. I'd like to smack her. Shartsan is Sugwai. <laughs> Elaine beamed with a glowing look on her face. Raichiru sighed. Sweetie, I need to go to the bathroom. Could you take me there? Raichiru asked. They walked thorough the mall until they found the bathrooms. Okay, baby, just wait on the benches in the hall. I can feel my way around in the bathroom door. Hey, you know what this sounds like? An easy way for your child to get kidnapped right? again. Elaine did what she was told and sat on the benches, which were in a different hallway next to the bathrooms. As Raichiru was washing her hands and feeling her way to the door, she could hear something very strange. Screech! Clonk! Raichiru leaned her ear against the door. The noise was stop. Through Elaine's eyes, she could see a smiling figure walking towards her from the bathroom hallway. It was Shartara. She was all happy and saying something to Elaine, but Raichiru could not hear what. Shartara got down, got on one knee, and told Elaine, Hey, you want to go do something fun? I thought she couldn't hear her. She grabbed her hand. But Mama needs me to wait, Elaine pouted. Don't worry, kid. Women take a long time in the bathroom, you know? You won't understand. It's lady business. Shartara pulled Elaine off the bench. Frantically, Raichiru jerked the bathroom door handle, but the door wouldn't budge. She could see Shartara quickly lead Elaine away. This is why you bring your kids into the bathroom with you, ladies. Like, yeah, it can be annoying, but still, this is how you get your kid kidnapped pretty easily. Elaine, Raichiru screamed. Don't do it. Come back. Come back. Don't trust her. She threw her body against the door over and over again. She kicked the door and felt around for something big, but nothing seemed hard enough to break the door. Can't she just use her robotic fists? She could, 
but she don't. Help! Bloody tears of fear and pain dripped from her orange crush colored glass eyes. It was like watching a horrible silent movie. She saw them looking at toys and having fudge fingers. Oh, gross. Two figures walked up to them. One of them was Mew. Oh, thank Kami, Raichu cried. I can't believe it. Another figure stood with Mew. It was Raichu? And that's where it ends. The whole story. This story was some absolute bullshit. Okay, can I just say this? How many times has Raichu's kid been kidnapped at this point? Oh my god, I've lost count, honestly. Twice, thrice, a few times. <laughs> Twice technically, but she cannot keep a hold of her child. And it's like, uh, maybe you shouldn't be raising her. Just take her to like, I don't know, just give her to Inuyasha. I think Inuyasha would do a better job. I don't know, I think he's fucking dead. He probably is. I mean, his corpse would be a better parent. <laughs> Jesus. It's true. His corpse would be a better parent. Because all of the people in this are just enablers to write true. I don't even have a rating for this story. Honestly, negative 12 out of positive 100. I was going to go, like, negative infinity. <laughs> I'm probably jumping the gun. No, not even negative infinity. We're, like, going up against some harder shit soon. So this is probably negative 25. This this was pretty bad for me. This was real well, bad for you. Really, like really bad for you. Really, really, really bad for me because I know all of this stuff. That's so true. So it's like I know the shit that she's putting in there, and it hurts. And so, do you think it's real or a troll? I think this is real. I'm like on the fence about it all the time, just because. Okay, there's like some stuff in there where it's like. She's got to know what she's writing about. Like, shart? Shart's on? <laughs> how can you not know what that... How can you not know? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, okay, yeah, there's some people who have, like, no sense of, oh, this is some... some quit picking your leg. Sorry. Stop it. Um, but then at the same time, it's like, I have... I know... So... I, are, I I am a part of the role-playing community. I write stuff. I've known people who have made terrible original characters. Like, terrible. This one's just too Mary Sue, though. The thing is, like, it ticks off. That's where the other part of it comes in, where it's like, it could be a troll, just because it ticks off all of the boxes to a T. Big titties um, is always right somehow, is always doing something somehow, but at the same time is utterly helpless. Yeah, that's true. And then also trying to highlight all of her flaws, but somehow all of her flaws just kind of get erased during when she's trying to, like, do something quote-unquote heroic. I think Barry is done with this story. He is so done. He just wants to get into that bag and go, and ironically, I have Goku on my bag. <laughs> yeah. Goku and Vegeta. Barry pounces. He says pounce on this story. I think it's time we put this story to bed. We should take out in the back like old yeller and just deal with it. Yeah. I don't, I don't like this. I mean, I just, I'm done with this story, but we still have worse ones to go through. We you know, still I don't, it. I don't even, I don't think anything is worse than this. My inner life. We finally did it. It's over. It's over. Finally. We finished Blood Raining Night. I don't have any words to say how glad I am. It's speechless. It is. But it just ends on that cliffhanger. Abba. A lightning being walked away. She gets kidnapped again, basically. Yeah, and I don't understand why, because Raichiru is... Such a fucking dumb bitch that she leaves her daughter outside while she uses the bathroom. And it's like, <laughs> um, like at this point, I don't care anymore. She can't see. It's like, just bring her in with you. And why are you taking orders from someone in a store? 
like saying, oh, you can leave. It's like, no, take your kid with you. A good parent does not leave their kid behind in a store. We've already established Raichu is a terrible parent. The spirits even established that she's a terrible parent. Like, gouging out her eyes and ripping off her arms does not make up for everything that happens. No. No. Also, how did she get bossed around by someone named Shirts on? <laughs> I forgot that. Yeah, Shirts on. Shartara. Shart. Yup. Yeah. Yes. Also, do you think that Amiru just elevator dicks around the whole apartment when she's not home? I do. I think he sniffs her pillow too. Headcan is accepted. Headcan accepted in the Blood Raining Night universe. So we're just elevated around the whole apartment. That's why his spaghetti is so good. Yes. Yes. And that's why you don't eat the peanut butter at Raichu's house. And that's why we will try to make spaghetti sexy. God, no. Oh, I can't think about that. Why must you do these things, Saya? Because how will we advertise our content if it's not completely batshit crazy? Okay, that's true. That is very true. And it's not going to be clickbait either. No, we're actually going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's our next story? My inner life. Are we ready for my inner life? Honestly, yes. After this pile of garbage. Sweet. Oh, God. I don't know if I'm ready, though. Because even if it is, like, this was a pile of garbage, garbage in the garbage disposal, this one is terrible and all. But my inner life drains me and my soul as I say this in front of my Legend of Zelda backpack and my Legend of Zelda pin and all that. That's what this story did to me, so. How can you deal with my... Oh yeah, it's because you're not emotionally connected in my inner life. I'm not. No, you're not. You're not emotionally connected to the Legend of Zelda universe. You're not even emotionally connected to anime, but it still drained you. It did because there's just so much going on. Like, at least with my inner life, there's like... A certain amount of characters and there's like a certain amount of things I understand. She just keeps she just keep pumping out them babies. She does. Pumping out the babies. Anyway, we'll see you in the next story, guys. Until then, good luck out there. Next time on Ficta Inferno. Hey, Saya. Yee. Want to know something cool? I just picked up Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time for my 2DS. Oh. It totally ties in because that is exactly what this author did, except I'm pretty sure it was not for 2DS or anything because this was written like 1999, 2000 sort of era. But... It's all about this author's self-insert pining after Link's Master Sword. And not the legitimate Master Sword. Nope, it's the one he keeps in his pants. <laughs> Join us on a perilous adventure of terrible tiger sex, piss drinking, child neglect, and neglect. Uh, and us just kind of making fun of things. So kind of some sexual harassment, but it's what we insert versus the author actually putting it also like putting in the most demeaning relationship ever between Link and this terrible terrible character named Jenna it is probably one of the cringiest relationships I have ever encountered in fiction she can't even take a shit by herself No, she's a toddler she she's a toddler <laughs> she's a toddler ah! if you thought our Reader insert Susan from Ted Bundy was bad. Wait until you see Jenna. <laughs> oh. <sighs> and this story gets to de uh, debunk more horrible sex scenes. Oh, yeah, more Patreon content. More Patreon content. I know we keep talking about this, but it'll happen eventually. Trust that us. We will unlock upon the way as yep. we figure out all of the. What, all the who's it's and what's it's and ups it's and downs it's oh boy i'm gonna die aren't i and we get to have some really fun guests so if you're sick of us yo 
You get to there, hear from some of them. There's one there. Oh, <laughs> there's one of them right there. We get another one somewhere. Yeah, we, we're pretty sure he's dead now. Secret agent man. We're, we're pretty sure that the piss drinking killed him. Yep. Or was it the My Inner Sanctum? Oh, it was probably the My Inner Sanctum. I'm pretty sure he gets smothered by the My Inner Sanctum. Don't touch My Inner Sanctum. Oh. <laughs> Link's Inner Sanctum gets touched enough. <laughs> oh. First knuckle in. <laughs> Just a first knuckle. <laughs> I'm gonna die, aren't I? Yep.